Hi everybody, my name is Tony and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. Today we conclude the month of October with yet another Disney movie. Yes, I know, we've been talking a lot about uh, Disney movies recently on this on this uh, podcast, um, but it's just that, yeah, this, this movie, um, I think we really need to look at again. Because it is super amazing. It's one of the best, if not the best, that uh, movies that Walt Disney has ever made. And honestly, it's just it's 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 one of those movies that I feel like every time we talk about dark uh, movies, especially dark, like including dark Disney movies, I feel like we I uh, it's really r- worth talking about this movie. So Fantasia, for those who don't know, it does not have an actual story. It's a series of various um, animated sequences that accompany classical pieces. Things like, um, I think, things like, you know, Takata in D minor, you know, the more abstract sequences to uh, sequences with actual story, with an actual narrative, like The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which has the which has Mickey Mouse in it and I think that's what people when we think of Fantasia they'll recognize Dis- they recognize Mickey Mouse and the you know as the sorcerer's apprentice but they'll recognize something else yes they recognize something else the finale of the movie the movie the atom bombs every other one of the uh, musical sequences in that movie night on bald mountain so Night on Bald Mountain is a is a is a piece that was composed by Russian composer Modest Mussorgsky in the 19th century, and this this sequence I see is a demon. Um, and a Disney Disney style. Disney refers to the demon as Chernabog in the Kingdom Hearts game. But Deems Taylor, the MC in Fantasia, refers to the demon as Satan. I'm going to go with Satan because um, I'll explain later on. So night, the Night on Bald Mountain sequence uh, sees um, Satan getting up from that mountain, up top of Bald Mountain and summoning these other demons and ha- let's, has them dance for him. And he's just... Um, he just they're just every everything is just engaged in sort of macabre uh party that's just total sort of depravity. Well, depravity by Disney standards. Like I'm <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, you know, Satan summons these demons and they have a night out. <laughs> but um I guess what's also um this uh, sequence Night on Bald Mountain is followed by another sequence called Ave Maria, which is the musical piece called, composed by Franz Schubert in the nineteen composed I think around the same time they, they were it was composed in the nineteenth century because Schubert and Musovsky both lived uh, around the same time they lived in the nineteenth century though their exact dates of birth and death I'm not ex- I, they, I don't really know but they lived around the same time and that's what's important anyway um I thought there are plenty of uh, dark Disney moments 
the Disney movies that that I think we could look at. Like we looked at a few, like a handful this month, but I think this one really stands out to me just because of how just the the style of that the animators went for, the techniques that they uh used to bring the uh, just to really immerse us all in the scene in the just in the world of uh the sequence and just yeah and it's it's really it's also iconic because of its character uh because of its lead character um Satan or Chernobog I'm still going to I'm still going to call him Satan even though some of you will say it's Chernobog but I'm still going to call him Satan because Dean Stereo calls him Satan okay <laughs> anyway Night on Ball Mountain is known because of its main, main character Satan and just yeah because I think what's really sort of iconic about him is his um uh look the look and just because you, know, you have these sort of just the way he's you know animated you know if you have this expression that's reminiscent of actors like um it's actually really inspired by an actor called Bela Lugosi who wasn't who actually played Count Dracula in the 1931 English language movie Dracula his mannerisms were what inspired uh, the character of Chernobog uh, yeah I called him Chernobog and I Satan anyway so so he was very influential in his mannerisms in uh, like just the way that he sort of his sort of the taps are like just in the way he stretches and he just sort of sort of um, shoots his hand down towards the village and as he summons those demons and he brings them back you know, brings them up on up to uh ball mountain and it's it's super cool it's very intimidating and honestly it's every, yeah it's every time i see it it's like yeah you know, it's really just it leaves it really it has such an impact i wanted to also bring up the uh the demons that were uh, just the demons that get summoned by satan and just just the way they've been um animated and drawn it's like it's one of those things that you can only get right with um hand drawn animation as opposed to cg I mean look I I I know I know that like like CG animation you know like it has it has its um sort of like 3D animation you know it has its advantages and I know like you know it's cheaper and faster and everything I get it like you know I'm not you know you know pointing fingers at 3D I'm just saying that the two of them have different just have different styles like and they have different advantages and in this and in this case um it just i think the uh, hand drawn feel it just makes it feel more sort of in a way surreal you know just the way you know everything is sort of angular and well not angular how do i describe it it's like it's very definitely abstract and out there especially in the way that 
um, the demons are drawn, you know, so you have uh, charcoal, you got charcoal, like they're, they're drawn with charcoal, you know, pencils, you know, and they're, and the way that they're drawn, so it's like they're see-through, almost, you know, when you look at them, just the way they're, just, so they're almost see-through, and there's something about 2D animation in this movie that kind of gives them sort of the sort of, I guess what I'm trying to say is because of the fact that you have to draw every single frame in 2D animation, in hand-drawn animation, especially um, in this movie. I mean, it was made in the 40s, um, the, in the 30s and 40s. So especially in this movie, the frames were all drawn one by one. And there's something, it's just, um, it gives it this sort of more kind of abstract feel because every frame is slightly different the characters look slightly different but it adds to that magic if you will and magic well it's dark magic because of just yeah given the subject of this sequence (laughs) but seriously though um then of course the demons they uh, of course the demons you know they get summoned and then satan makes them dance for him and he just and just i like just what so he grabs some demons and they're just you know dancing in his uh hand but then he just chucks them away and then there's this uh moment in the movie like in this in the scene so he shortly after that he gets he creates uh three three what he creates some new souls but then he like they look beautiful and everything but then they become ugly and then he turns them into these hideous creatures, and then he turns them into demons, and then he just destroys them. Like, just the pure evil that this character uh, exhibits. Like, he creates only to destroy just how sadistic he is, you know? And it's just... <laughs> it's crazy, because just you have this, you know, kaleidoscopic kind of... Uh, splash of colors and they're just everything is just hitting you all at once you know the sort of the macabre the kind of uh sort of violent well violent as in like this sort of crazed patterns like just constantly you know the blast of fires and just the you know the blast, like the fire, the blast of fire, and just the demons just being hurled everywhere. You know, from being made to dance to, and just, just this whole cacophony of uh, this whole cacophony that is going on. It's just like it really sort of gives you everything. You know, that's just in terms of, just, um, yeah, like it's like a lot of things are happening, and it's just you know over the top in a way and um yeah so i like also there's a part in the movie like just you know the flames i want to talk about the flames you know here's the thing the flames just they i think these are what inspired the uh hellfire sequence from the 96 disney movie hunchback of notre dame you know when judge claude frollo is singing, um, singing about yeah. So he's so he, there's a scene where he's where he's afraid of his feelings for Esmeralda, and then there's he sees her in this sort of 
fire kind of figure where she, like this is she made this fire is kind of turning itself into Esmeralda in a way which I think uh I think the inspiration came from this movie because it's I could see similarities between the two. And it's cool because I think like you know the art in this movie is beautiful. Like it's beautiful to look at even in the more intense moments. <laughs> and I mean yeah now I wanted to talk about another sequence. Well, it's the same sequence, but it's the second half of it. So, uh, you know, Satan and the demons, you know, they're engaging in this uh, depraved cacophony, but then out of nowhere, the bells ring. There are sounds of church bells just ringing, and then the sun is rising. The sun's rising. I think, I like to think it's from the east, because um, it comes from the right-hand side of the frame, and then Satan's kind of like sort of um, wincing and just sort of covering himself because covering himself from the light. And here, what I here, what's cool about the uh, about this scene is that initially the demons they 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 are drawn in this sort of kind of menacing. Uh, manner, but then, like, you notice, like, it's just, you feel their sort of intensity kind of dilute in a way, like, their style, in a way, changes a little bit. It's clear, like, you know, you see, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like you, it, it begins to lose sort of the intensity here. As the demons return back to their graves, and, uh, Satan... Um, uh, as Satan covers himself and hides himself into Bold Mountain as the sun rises and the church bells ring. And here we get to Ave Maria by Franz Schubert. This sequence is, in your host's view, one of Disney's best that they have ever animated. And it's also one of my favorite Disney moments. So it the sequence begins with um, this long line of figures. We don't know what they are, whether they were like lay- laity or if they're monks or nuns. And they're in a procession. So they've got candles and they are in the middle of a procession through the forest. And the sequence here, just the trees and this, uh, the atmosphere here is blissful. Just the way that all the colors like subdued. You don't have any sharp colors. It's not sharp. It's all kind of. It's not muted, but it's kind of. Um, but it blends together in a way. All right. It's like this sort of, like it's easy on the eyes. It's gentle. It's like it's telling us, calm down, dear viewer. Salvation is at hand. Rest at ease, my soul. For your redeemer is here, and it is truly the case. You see, um, I'm sure. I think this sequence, the Ave Maria sequence and the Night on Bull Mountain sequence. I think you could tell kind of the different the thing by now is that um, vi- goodness and reverence, beauty and faith conquers uh, the depravity and the despair of 
evil and of Satan. And it's just the way this movie just puts it together is honestly just mind blowing. You know, it's just like it's just it's always brings me brings me close to just crying, you know. This I always think, you know, every time I see this, you know, just you know, it's rather soothing. You know, just you know, the colours you go through this as we continue through the forest and then we go through what we think is a cathedral, but then no. We go through what I'm assuming is heaven and this sequence kind of takes a hint out of a famous book from i think it was from the 16th century 16th 17th century something like that it's called the pilgrim's pilgrim's progress where the protagonist arrives on a hill called salvation and this scene at the end kind of echoes that it's wonderful you know Here's the thing. There's in this sequence. It was the it was originally going to have the Virgin Mary herself at the end of this sequence. Like she's gonna be. She was supposed to be in in this at the end of the Ave Maria sequence, but uh, eventually that did not go ahead. But honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really mind because I feel that. And this is coming from a more Catholic perspective. Um, what I get out of this sequence is the uh, so the figures that march uh, are in a procession. They are heading towards God, and with the help of Mary, they get there. With Mary's intercessions, um, they get there. So, I mean, it's kind of implied that way, especially since you know. The the sequence has Ave Maria, uh, which I don't. In this, I'm not sure if this is like diegetic uh, sound or not. But I'm thinking if it is, if it is them, the figures singing Ave Maria in this sequence, um, it would be it would confirm my theory that they they get they got to God. With Mary's intercessions. And yeah. I think it's still okay in that regard. Even if they included the Virgin Mary. I mean it would be nice. It would be interesting. I mean coming from you know, my background. Like I probably would be like. you know, I'll, like I'm, I'd like it. But I don't really take. But I, I don't really take much offense. With you know the absence of the Virgin Mary. In the sequence. Anyway, uh, what do I say? Okay, so we are running out of time. So, yeah, to conclude, I liked Night on Bull... Not, Night on Bull Mountain is an iconic uh, sequence. Um, everybody, like, everyone who, like, likes loves Disney will recognize this sequence. And, you know, because of se- this sequence, because it's just the way it's animated and... Just, the style that the animators went for, the kind of the way the characters were drawn, the kind of design, and the influences that uh, these uh, that this sequence has derived from, you know, from the Lugosi kind of mannerisms that Satan in this movie <laughs> exhibits, and uh, yeah, it's 
honestly, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Night on Bald Mountain is a very intimidating uh, segment in Fantasia, and um, I'm I'm glad that we talked about it on this episode to conclude uh, Halloween, uh, to conclude the month of October. You know, and here's another thing: why I liked this movie. I think you know, and again, I love talking. I thought it was great talking about this sequence. Because of there's because of the Ave Maria, I think that's what makes it perfect for this time, for this time of the the year, you know. Because October thirty first, you know, usually with, I mean, look, I'm not gonna be making this, um, you know, debate like should you or should you not celebrate Halloween? Because this podcast is about movies; it's not a morals and ethics uh, podcast, but um. Like, the thing that I noticed, like, okay, like, you know, there's, there are multiple camps, like, the camp people that celebrate Halloween, but the two of them is, like, you know, the people that celebrate Halloween to mock Satan and evil and things like that, and the people that actually take pleasure in uh, satanic activities. But <laughs> I'm not saying everybody who celebrates Halloween is a Satanist, but what I am saying is, you know, it's just, like, for someone, like, from speaking as an outsider someone who like is not western doesn't come from the a european background you know in my background we don't celebrate halloween it's just never been a thing in our culture that's why but you know it's just i look at it and i think okay so it's like you know it's it's interesting but it's also kind of complicated and what makes it i think something that makes me think about it a lot is, well, after October 31st, what day is it? It's November 1st. November 1st is uh, All Saints Day. And this day, the history behind those two days, so, you know, Halloween well, has its origin, had its, had its, has pagan roots, and it was celebrated, you know, during, you know, yeah, during the, you know, pre-Christian days, of Europe, and then All Saints Day was introduced by the church um, as an alternative to uh, Halloween and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a lovely transition, I think, between um, you know the celebration. So, so I think this sequence, this sequence of Fantasia, it's wonderful because it talks about. You know, we start from kind of uh, carefree, uh, you know, uh, just crazed, uh, cala- just calamity, see, just completely crazed kind of uh, cacophony that then subdues, like subsides, that then just makes way for reverence and makes way for joy, makes way for uh, beauty. And it's just. Yeah, every time Halloween comes around, every time All Saints Day comes around, I always think of this sequence. And it's like, yeah. You know, it's it's just beautiful, you know? Now, I get it. You know, Halloween, you know, lots of people like celebrating Halloween, you know. There's a lot. I mean, Halloween is an attractive holiday. But I feel like it's just this sort of juxtaposition between Halloween and All Saints Day that 
this that the Night on Bull Mountain segment of Fantasia really kind of highlights in a way that I that really kind of hits home for me. And I really like it. You know, again, I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, don't celebrate Halloween. Do this. Da, 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 da. Like, if you find meaning in Halloween, go and celebrate it. But, you know, that's just, I'm just gave my two cents. You know, I'm just giving you my two cents regarding this, uh, regarding all this. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, that concludes today's episode of Enjoy the Movie, ladies and gentlemen. So, thank you for joining me today as we looked at uh, Fantasia and specifically the segment Night on Board Mountain and Ave Maria. And it was a lot of fun uh, looking at this. It was a lot of fun looking at this sequence. And yeah, it's really stuck to me. And I hope you'll give it a, I hope you'll give it another look. You know, I think you'll really, really like it. You'll love it, I think. And yeah, so and here's the bit where I remind you to subscribe to this podcast and uh, spread it around online and uh, like us on Facebook to stay updated with news regarding the show. And with that, uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And yeah, for those who celebrated, happy Halloween. And yeah, for me, I say happy All Saints Day. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there also be sure to share the podcast with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie was hosted by tony Saad. the music and logo were created by clara Saad. enjoy the movie was created by tony Saad. copyright tony Saad 2022